Welcome to the FarmD Money Podcast, where certified financial planner Derek Delaney brings financial education and observation to help pharmacists navigate their most important financial questions. Welcome in FarmD Nation to episode number 25 of the FarmD Money Podcast. I am your host, Derek Delaney. Thank you all for joining me today. You know, we have made it through summertime, and for a lot of us, summertime comes with a lot of trips, maybe a couple of vacations. I know a lot of people decide they want to get married during the summer, and it can really lead to our financial well-being kind of spiraling out of control. And when I say spiraling out of control, I'm really talking about spending a lot more than you usually do or than you anticipated doing, and that could leave you with a bad taste in your mouth after it's all said and done. So in this podcast episode, I want to specifically talk about how you can get back on track financially after summer of overspending. So to jump right in, the first thing I think it's very important to do if people find themselves in this situation is to create proper perspective. And creating proper perspective will do one of two things. The first thing is it will allow you to quantify really how bad things got during the summer. And that's really important because usually things are never as good or never as bad as people really think they are in any realm of life. And financial matters are no different. So you really can't come to terms with how bad you did from a spending standpoint and how much quote unquote damage you did financially to yourself over the summer unless you come to grips with those exact quantifiable numbers because it'll give you a chance to really come to terms with that and create proper perspective on the steps you need to take moving forward in order to make up for that. And the second thing creating proper perspective does is it gives you control again. It says, okay, enough is enough. I am putting my foot down. This is how much I spent this summer. This is where it's going to stop. And this is what I'm going to do moving forward. So it creates control where if you just rely on emotion and you just think you overspent, but you don't know how much, that wishy-washiness is going to allow those poor habits that were started in the summer to continue on into the fall and into the winter, which is not going to help you fix your problem. So create proper perspective. It will get you back on track and it will set a specific, it will create a line in the sand that will allow you to say, okay, after this point, no more, we're getting back to the way I want my financial life to be. And We're not going back to the things I did this summer that kind of got us off track. Number two is avoid blame. I see this all the time, quite often, specifically with younger married couples, where all of a sudden you make it through the summer and you look at your bank account and it's a lot lower than you're used to. And your first reaction is to throw your hands up and go, well, it wasn't my fault. I didn't do it. And you point the finger specifically at your spouse or somebody else and you blame them for you ending up in the financial situation you find yourself in right now. And that never works out well. Or blaming yourself personally, getting down on yourself and creating that garbage inside your head that there's no way you can be financially responsible. This is just the way it is. I guess I'm just not good at money. Get that crap out of your head. Stop blaming yourself and stop blaming somebody else for the financial position you find yourself in right now. Regardless of if it's somebody else's fault or not, blame will never get you anywhere. Take personal responsibility for it. Create that perspective, but don't 
create the garbage that blaming yourself or blaming somebody else tags along with it because that's just going to make it harder to get back on track. Number three is get rid of the bad debt. Credit card debt is usually the number one reason people feel that they spent too much money or they feel that their financial position now is worse than it was to begin the summer for a number of different reasons. And the big reason is, is because those credit card debt payments continually or are continuously forced to be paid as you move through the fall and winter. And there's nothing worse than continuously having to pay for your poor money decisions in the summer when you're four or five, six months out, especially when those poor decisions are forcing you to pay interest on them at a rate of 10, 15, 20, 25%, which is usually what you get when it comes to credit card debt. So if you found yourself putting more money on your credit card than you initially do or that you would like to, concentrate on getting that credit card debt down. And if it's any other sort of bad debt from a consumer standpoint, when I say bad debt, we're not talking about your mortgage or student loans or anything like that. But we're talking about consumer bad debt of debt you took on somehow to pay for a vacation or to pay for tickets to go to somewhere. Something that's frivolous that it's not a bad thing you paid to do that, but now you have to kind of pay the piper. And when it comes to debt, you want that off your balance sheet because the interest that tags along with that just makes the the problem that much worse. Number four, to get yourself back on track financially, if you found yourself really overspending in the summer, is to pace yourself when you finally determine it's time to get back on track. So just like um, trying to get healthier, New Year's Eve, a lot of people have these big plans, these big audacious goals to get healthy again and lose weight and get rid of all the bad decisions that were made leading up to that point from a health standpoint. And all of a sudden January 1 hits and you go to the gym or you go out for that first run or you create that first exercise plan and it's way harder and way more than you were ready for. And after a couple days or a couple weeks of doing that, you kind of just throw the towel in the ring and throw your hands up and go, I can't do this anymore. It was way too much. And you end up quitting and those same problems that were there before you started rear their head again and it doesn't get any better. And the same principles apply to getting back on track financially. If all of a sudden you go, okay, I'm going to cut my budget by 60%. I'm not going to spend money on any of this other stuff until I regain the money I had initially spent over the summer. It's not going to turn out well. Really what I advise my clients to do when it comes time to get back on track financially after a couple months of overspending is to create a two-month plan. No more than that. Create a two-month plan of things you can do to slowly get back into the routine and to create those habits that you had before summer started that allowed you to get into the financial position that you wanted to be in before summer hit. Creating a two-month plan and pacing yourself in that regard will also re-engage those habits and disciplines that got you in the financial position you wanted to be in in the first place. So do your best to try to not make dramatic changes too fast up front because those are not going to be something that you can count on doing over the long term. And believe me, just like when it comes to getting healthy and working out and trying to reshape your body again, as soon as you quit once, it gets harder to get started again. The same thing applies financially. So go slow, pace yourself, create that two-month plan to slowly get yourself back on track. Next would be to find your forcing mechanism. So what can you create in your environment 
that will force you to take the steps you need to take in order to get back on track financially. I know a lot of people like to rely on an accountability partner, and that could be your spouse, a friend, a relative, a close family member. It doesn't matter. Find an accountability partner that you can say, hey, I want to do this in the next two months to help better my financial situation after all the craziness that went on during the summer, and use them as a sounding board to hold yourself accountable. Or you could find an online support community. If you spent a ton of money this summer and it was more money than you thought and you really decreased your financial position in a way that you don't like, more likely than not, there are other people out there in your probably close proximity or in America or the world for that matter that you can align yourself with and join that community for support. If you're having trouble staying on budget or if you're having trouble saving money or a number of different financial areas that maybe are just not coming at, coming along as well as you'd hope. Hopefully you can have a community you can go to and express those concerns and problems and people there could go, you know what, I'm doing the same thing. I found doing it this way helps. So find an online support community and that could be your forcing mechanism to allow you to take the action steps you need to get back on track. Or the last thing you could do as far as a forcing mechanism would be to use a professional. Is there a professional in your life, whether it's an accountant or a financial advisor or maybe just a pro budgeter, something like that exists, to help hold you accountable, to force you to take those steps that you need to take in order to get back on track financially? And if you don't, you have to face them. That could be a great forcing mechanism. And if it's a professional who specializes in that sort of thing, they can help guide you to get you back to where you want to be from a financial standpoint. And lastly, it's create positive reinforcements. Everybody knows that when you try to get back on track financially or try to create personal financial well-being or you try to enhance your financial situation, whatever you want to call it, it really is a long game. And there's not a lot of wins along the way that seems substantial because financial well-being, like everything else in life, really takes a lot of compounding to create big dramatic changes. And those little wins happen along the way, but they're really hard to glean a lot of satisfaction from. And results aren't automatic either. So creating positive reinforcements when those little wins happen is extremely important because it will continuously keep you moving forward and experiencing those positive reinforcements are great ways to incentivize you to take that next step regardless of how hard it is. Positive reinforcements could be, you know what, if I save $100 a month in an investment account or if I'm able to cut $150 from my spending every single month, I am going to reward myself by going and getting a massage or going and getting a pedicure or buying something small but significant that maybe has to do with a hobby that you enjoy. It doesn't have to be something that's monetary. You could, you know... I don't know, whatever it is that you want to do that you find enjoyment in, incorporate that into the plan, that two-month plan that I talked about before that is going to get you back on track financially so you are continuously rewarded along the way. And I know how hard it is to get back on track financially after you find yourself going off a spending cliff in the summer, specifically with all the different things you could do and all the different things you're going to want to do moving into the fall and the winter. So just know that If it fails in the beginning, continuously keep trying, 
just like what it takes when you want to lose weight or get healthy in life. There are going to be road bumps along the way, but you have to have that focus and you have to have that determination to get yourself back financially to a place that you initially were before summer began. And know that there will be failure. And the best part about failure is it's just another opportunity to try again. And after a couple times, those habits and those disciplines that create true financial well-being will start to form. They will start to kick in again and you will start to make progress. So just know failure is a part of it when you're trying to get yourself back on track from a financial standpoint. So there it is. My top tips to get yourself back on track financially, which are create perspective, tally up that damage, avoid blaming yourself or a partner, specifically if it's a spouse, get rid of that bad debt right away that was accumulated over the summer, pace yourself, create that two-month plan that will get yourself back on track, and try not to do too much right away. Find a forcing mechanism. What can you create in your environment that will force you to take those steps? And if you don't take those steps, will hold you accountable. And then finally, create positive reinforcements for yourself along the way. Celebrate the wins and make sure that you are taking care of yourself and rewarding yourself for accomplishing those small steps because it's really a bunch of small steps that compound on each other that really create the big, long-term, positive outcomes financially that everybody's trying to pursue. If you're looking for more information about the podcast, myself, or FarmDFP, feel free to visit the firm's website at farmdfp.com. Also, feel free to check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, FarmD Financial Planning, for more great insight. Email podcast at FarmDFP with questions, topics, or ideas you'd like to hear more about. Finally, until next time, FarmD Nation, be well. The FarmD Money Podcast is not intended to be tax, legal, or investment advice. All opinions expressed on the show are for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for tax, legal, or investment advice.